Hi, welcome back to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women come to break free from binge eating, release weight, have more energy and time for what is important to them. And today I'm bringing you a recording of a Facebook Live that I actually did a few weeks ago. And this live, I'm sharing the surprising cause of self-sabotage that no one tells you about. And so... um. Just enjoy this live from Facebook. And if you would like to catch lives like these live, <laughs> then you can follow me at Rashonda Yates. And actually, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates on Instagram as well. I'll go live there as well. So I hope you'll enjoy. And I'll catch you on another episode. Enjoy. Hello, hello. All right. So today I'm going to be talking to you about the surprising cause for self-sabotage and what to do about it. And I'm so excited to bring this to you because it really changed my whole perspective when I first heard about it years ago. And if you're here, um, say hello. And if you're catching the replay, comment hashtag replay in the comments. And I'm glad that you're here. Um, So... If you're new to me, hi, I'm Rashonda Yates. I help women to break free from binge and comfort eating so that they can release weight permanently, have more energy, um, free up mental space so that they can do what's important to them instead of, you know, being focused on food all the time and which really takes up so much energy. So helping women to free up that space, that mental energy to do what matters, care for their families, start businesses. And today I'm going to be revealing the surprising secret behind self-sabotage that really nobody talks about. And I really wish that more people would talk about this. But neuroscientists have known about this for a long time, but you just rarely hear it talked about. So today I'm going to be revealing and uncovering that secret and what you can do to really end self-sabotage once and for all, once you put this in place. So if you're like most, you've probably experienced self-sabotage at some point in your life. We all have probably. And you may have even experienced it in your eating at some point. And this is something that I used to struggle with so much in my life. And it comes in where, you know, you think things like, oh, you know, this isn't really working for me. This is, this doesn't feel good anymore. And you find yourself Um, getting into the behavior that you wanted to stop and then feeling guilty, feeling ashamed, feeling disappointed in yourself, realizing that you're literally going in the opposite direction from where you want to go. And then saying to yourself, you know, um, F it, (laughs) I'm just going to give in and I'll start over later. And then the entire cycle repeats itself again. And you, so you slip back into old patterns and then the whole cycle uh, repeats again. And so it just feels frustrating. Like you're going one step forward, two steps back all the time. And, you know, I can completely relate to this. I used to constantly feel like, oh, okay, I'm, you know, I'm doing really well. And then these little insidious thoughts would come in like, oh, you know, I've been doing really well. I deserve a reward. And so I would do 
Like, for example, if I felt like I was doing really well with my eating, then I would suddenly feel like, you know what, I need a, I deserve a reward. And so then I would pick up food and just go overboard because, you know, I thought that I deserved it. And so um, that's a topic for another day. But today I really want to focus in on what's the cause of self-sabotage that we never hear about and what you can do about it. So, and I've got my notes here in case you see me looking over. If you're here, say hi. Um, so if you're able to, you know, stick with health, healthy, healthy habits for like weeks or months, and then you revert back into old patterns, this is self-sabotage. And what I've noticed is that one of the biggest mistakes that we make that lead to self-sabotage is... Now, we quit at the exact moment when it's time to bear down and continue on. And why does this happen? This is really the crux of it. And it's because we're actually experiencing a completely normal biological sensation that we that happens when we are changing. So um, on a cellular, cellular level, what's happening is... As we're changing, our cells are replicating themselves. Well, our cells are just constantly replicating themselves all the time. And so when we start implementing change, our cells literally need to change something called receptor sites, which is something not to get too bogged down in the science, but we have something called neurotransmitters and it transmits different uh, chemicals. And so we have dopamine and oxytocin, for example, which are feel-good uh, chemicals, right? Well, when our cells change to receive these new chemicals, they actually, they literally vibrate. And the vibration doesn't feel good. It feels uncomfortable. And so this is what is behind self-sabotage many times. Because what happens when we feel that uncomfortable feeling, what do we do? We think, oh, you know what? This isn't really working for me. This doesn't feel good. This isn't right. I'm too tired. You know, this is too strict. I feel deprived. And we literally put our own interpretations on this sensation that we're feeling in our body which is really misinterpreting something that's positive that's happening. And in that moment, many times we'll quit or we'll go and binge or we'll, you know, pick up the bottle of alcohol or whatever it is that we're, we're trying to stop doing because that's our coping mechanism. That's what we're used to doing. And so we'll pick up that coping mechanism and boom, self-sabotage strikes again, right? <laughs> so, how do we break free from this? And, you know, it's going to seem overly simple, but it really is simple. Now, notice I didn't say easy. I said simple, right? But when it comes down to it, and I talk about this a lot, the key behavior is to be comfortable with discomfort. So when we feel that vibration and all of a sudden we get these sensations in our body, in our physical body that are telling us, man, something doesn't feel good. Something doesn't feel right. 
Imagine if you could be comfortable with that feeling when it happens. Imagine if you could be, if you could partner with that feeling when it happens and, uh, you know, still make choices that are aligned with your values and your goals and the dreams that you have for your life instead of turning back to that old behavior. Imagine if that was possible and it is possible. So I'm going to share with you a four step process that I teach in pillar three of the embodiment method, um, mastery of self control. Um, and this is a process that literally t- takes you through the steps of how to feel comfortable with discomfort. Cause this is something that we hear a lot, right? You know, be comfortable in discomfort and your growth zone is at, it's outside of your comfort zone. Feel the fear and take action anyway. You hear all of these things, um, these like statements, these fluffy statements, but nobody talks about like, well, okay, well, how do you do that? Right. <laughs> and so I'm going to walk you through four steps. I'm just going to give you the, the four steps on a high level. And then I'm going to share with you how you can go and get, you know, a deeper understanding of these steps. And I can, I will literally walk you through the process. So step number one is recognize. And this means recognize that something doesn't feel good. Now, the difference between the recognize step and what we usually do is normally we automatically go to judgment, you know, but this is about being an observer and just about being aware. This is, you know what, I'm uncomfortable right now. I'm experiencing some resistance and that's it. Just awareness. The next step is the the money step, all right? And this one step will change your life if you do it across many areas of your life whenever you're feeling resistance in any situation. So step two is allow. So first you've recognized like, wow, I feel uncomfortable and I'm feeling resistance. Number two, you simply allow that feeling to be. And that's it. Now, again, so simple, but not necessarily easy because in our culture, we're so conditioned to take control and to, you know, make things happen. And, you know, it's, it's very con- cult, especially in America. <laughs> it's very much a cultural conditioning. So this step invites you to simply be. And, you know, what if you didn't need to get anywhere or change anything in this moment? What if it was enough to simply be. So that's the second step. Um, the next step is to investigate. In this step, you are taking a moment to actually turn inward and notice what stories you are trying to attach to those emotions. And notice I said stories. I use that very deliberately because we we make Meaning like that as human beings, our brains instantly create stories. Um, Brene Brown talks about this all the time. Um, that, you know, I mean, we, we just literally, we're, we're always making things up in our mind. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're true. So what often happens is we'll have these sensations and then first of all, we'll try to fight them. And then secondly, we'll make up stories about what these sensations mean, either about us, about what we're capable of. And so what this third step invites us to do is to actually notice those stories, you know? So one question that you can ask yourself is, what am I believing right now? 
and allow whatever it is that you're believing to just come to your awareness. It doesn't mean that you need to buy into that story. It just means that you are observing that story. So, oh, I love that. <laughs> um, oh, thanks, Josh. Thank you so much for watching. Hey, Marilyn, thanks for watching. So step four is to nurture. So this is, it's a, it's a step that feels so near and dear to my heart because I'm a big, big believer in um, uh, healing trauma. We've all experienced trauma on some level in our lives. And this step really allows you to start diving into that work if you haven't yet or to bring your work deeper. But in the nurture step, um, the way that I do it is I'll place my hand on my heart and I will either imagine the wisest version of myself or I'll imagine someone who I really admire who I want to emulate in my life. So like, for example, Maya Angelou is someone who I really admire. And in this step, I might call her in, you know, and ask her what message she would have for me in this moment. And it is amazing to notice that, you know, we really do have all our answers right here. And once you've gone through these four steps, what you'll discover is that that anxiety has passed. That discomfort has dissipated. So those are your four steps. It is a four-step um, process that will help you to get through discomfort anytime discomfort comes up when you follow four steps. And it is... Um, a way that we can really stop ourselves from getting into self-sabotage, which really all it is, is when we're going back on whatever word that we made to ourselves. So if we say, you know, I'm, I'm no longer going to binge eat, that doesn't serve me and I'm done with it. And then we go back to binge eating. It, it's that simple. That's what self-sabotage is. But a lot of times what we don't realize is why that happens. And we don't realize that all these layers are going on under the surface, right? So I said I would share with you how to get those four steps for yourself. And you can literally have me guide you through. It's a free audio training. You can grab that at rashondiates.com slash cravings. And that's all. That's what I have for you on today's live. So thank you so much for watching and I will catch you on another live. Bye. Hey, it's Rashonda again. Hope you enjoyed that episode. If you'd like to catch me live and interact with me in the comments, follow me at Rashonda Yates on Facebook and Instagram. And I love having conversations with you in the DMs as well. So I will catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools 
over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.